The bards must drink and junk it. Hello, friends and strangers, and thank you for listening to Tomorrow We Die, a show about the trials and adventures that happen while touring as a working musician, told to you by people who have built their lives or portions of their lives around writing and playing the music that they love. We are your hosts. I'm John Wisniewski. And I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And every episode, we will bring you an interview with people who are out there day-to-day grinding against the many odds, only to have their van stolen and then sold back to them by a crackhead. Yep. Same crackhead. Same crackhead. We're back. Yeah, I can't believe it. I like how we did the last episode and we're like, we're back. Yeah. <laughs> And then we went away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did not come back. We for those of back. you who have actually been waiting for this episode, we're back. Yeah. The show goes at the speed of life, and, you know, life happened. That's that's what it did. That's true. But, yeah, we got more stuff lined up now. Um, we got a really, really fun one today. But first, yeah. what do we do? Should we talk about books? Should we talk about... Let's teach on Relapse, and then I got a couple books I want to talk about yeah. on, on this show, episode. Show sponsor, Relapse Records. Mm-hmm. Let's check in with them and see what they're doing right now. So first of all, first and foremost, Jeff, you and I both had our minds blown by an album that is not like brand new, but still pretty new. Yeah, recent, but, uh, you know, it's been a long time since we've done an episode, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've recommended this to a number of people who I know would love it. Yeah, and me too. And when I tell them the name of the band, they look at me like I'm stupid. Every fucking look time. At, I was going to say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm Anyways. like, I know it's a stupid band name, but. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And the album title doesn't help either. No. Anyways, check out Candy. Candy. <laughs> See, it's, when, you, when you say it to someone's face, they look at you like, okay, yeah, sure, buddy, I'm going to listen to that. And then you listen to it, and it's like the gnarliest. The production is so fucking ill. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's so like good. filthy and dirty, but you can still hear everything great. Like, it's not yeah. one of those, like... No, it's well-recorded. Yeah, but... it's not like one of those lo-fi recordings mm. that's, like, so blown out that you can't really, like, tell what's going on. They do some really cool, like, distortion on the drums yeah, at times. Yeah, they push which, the oh genre. They God. got a little, like, digital hardcore moment yep, yep. and fucking... And you can tell, like, I haven't seen this band live or even looked at videos, but I plan, oh, I on, I plan on seeing them the next time. I, I assume their singer has, like, a noise rig or something, no, you know? No, no. It's actually, really? like, like, their videos are very straightforward hardcore band. Interesting. I had to know. As yeah. soon as I heard it, I was like, who is this band? Yeah, I'm embarrassed. I have to know about this, and I, I watched a couple videos, and it... I mean, they just go off. It looks fucking awesome. Well, that's one of those records yeah. that's been stuck in my headphones, and I've been uh, recommending to folks uh, pretty much nonstop since I heard it. So let's yeah. just put it that way. Yeah, Heaven is Here by Candy, mm-hmm. out on Relapse Records now. Go fucking put it in your face. It's Word. so good. Another record that has since come out in between now and then uh, is the new Boris record. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, they're all they're so weird. For me, they're a little hit and miss at times. But this time, it's definitely, it's hit for me. You know, they're they're doing some heavy 70s style rock. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's very Japanese. The lyrics are mostly in, in Japanese, of course, which is fucking awesome. And, yeah. And it just has a, vi- a certain vibe, you know, yeah. that a band like Boris, who's been around forever and is one of those quintessential Japanese heavy bands. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. their their vibe is so rad, and you know they, they can almost do no wrong. Um, but this it's it's a really good record, and I fucking recommend it if you like them at all. Just go buy it. I yeah. will listen to it. I love Boris, just like you. Like sometimes it hits, sometimes yeah. it bounces. It's like record to record for me. But yeah. Like 
in general, I hold them in very high. Absolutely, esteem, it makes it makes me respect them so much that they are kind of inconsistent. I mean, the they, Melvins are the exactly, same way, you know. Exactly. Uh, you know, who obviously they named their band after a Melvin uh-huh. song. You know, so you know, some yeah. some Melvins are like, okay, buddies, you uh-huh. know, I see what you're doing there. You're having some fun. Now, yeah. now let's yeah. let's hit some hard <laughs> hard rock. Yeah, totally. Boris is um, not to be missed. Always gets your attention. So there's two bands that. Haven't been around in a while. Yeah, some comeback kings. Like, all of a sudden just show up, and they're both from, like, the same era, I remember. But um, Rambo, like, absolute legendary sort of, like, thrash revival. There was, like, that thrash revival a sure. while back yeah. in like, the mid-2000s yeah. or something. The first iteration of that. Yeah. And which Rambo, we're now still living through. Rambo was, like, one of those bands just doing tiger uppercuts out of that <laughs> scene, right? They, they were just absolutely crushing. And their shtick is also hilarious. Yes, yeah. <laughs> They're back with an album on Relapse, which is which is classic Rambo. It's excellent. Um, and City of Caterpillar. Yeah, which, I, to be honest, I've only ever heard of. Like, to me, yeah. they're sort of like this legendary band that happened in a time when I wasn't really listening to that kind of music. Well, we were geographically separated from that whole scene we that were. was happening in the Northeast, right? Yeah. So there was basically, there was this old punk band, Page 99, which had like nine members, 11 members, or something ridiculous <laughs> yeah. like that. And then they broke up. Side note, I really want to get some of the people who are in that band on the show. Jesus, I yeah. I have heard Hopefully crazy someone stories. listening can help us with that. Yeah, I've heard crazy stories about Page 99 tours. Um, but so they're like, it's an 11-member band or whatever, and then they break up, and then they're all great, and they all go on to form amazing, awesome punk bands. One of them was City of Caterpillar, which was kind of like emo, screamo. Yeah, right on that, yeah. on that side, of the, side of town. Yeah. Is this a new record, or is this one that they've kind of like... Oh, it's new. Yeah, that's, they're Okay, back. that's yeah. what I thought, and I, and I just I just wanted to double-check that I was going to say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's out now. Uh, you know, if that was your scene, I'd cherry-pick that scene. So yeah, I need I, I need I like to go back it, and I find... Didn't... I need to find some better stuff out yeah. of it that I just... I, and uh, this is where I'm going to start, you know. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back and ask a couple of my friends. Hey, uh, Kevin Bartlett... I need you to turn me on to some fucking <laughs> bands, all right? What's okay, up, buddy? Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first person I could think of off yeah, the top totally. of my head. <laughs> totally. So before we get into our guests, who are amazing, I, I do want to talk about a couple of books that I've read. Um, and the first one's real easy. It's Rob Halford's autobiography. If you yes. haven't read it yet, get off your butt or stay on your butt and get the ebook and just read it. It's awesome. Everything he talks about is amazing, and you can tell, like, the guy is a really cool guy, and I love him even more now than I did, which I did not think was possible. Dude, it's Halford. That he, guy is like, he's a he's such a lover. He's so amazing. He's my John Lennon. Yeah, like, I mean. <laughs> he's everything to me. <laughs> the stuff that he talks about, and the fact that he is literally lives and breathes metal, he's so supportive yeah. of the metal scene. He really thinks that it's a viable thing, and he's always thought that, and he's never let anybody put him down because mm-hmm. of it, and I just mm-hmm. think that's so amazing. And then, of course, there's all the stuff that you want to know about, you know, who was he dating at the time and how did he, you know, tour, you know? And, yeah. And all that kind of stuff and all the juicy details. And I love that he actually is like, fuck it, I'm old. He just tells it. <laughs> he just oh, tells totally. the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, his, I mean, plug for Rob Halford's Instagram. Where yeah, he'll word. be like, He'll be like hanging out at home with his cats and then he'll do a picture of from Judas Priest. And then he'll do a picture of him in like leather bondage yeah. gear with his nuts hanging out. Yeah. Just like, what's up, metal maniacs? It's just, <laughs> it's just him. He's just him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another book that really surprised me that I actually read earlier this year. Um, I was going back and looking at books 
that had won Hugo Awards, which mm-hmm. is something that I do because I'm a sci-fi geek, as yeah. most people know. And uh, I was looking at that, and I was like, well, you know, what is this book? You know, and it kind of had a rock and roll thing to it. It's called Song for a New Day uh, by the writer Sarah Pinsker. Okay. Who I've actually gone now after I read the book. Well, actually, while I was reading the book, I went and looked up her bands, and they're, you know, really good. And, you know, she's from the D.C. scene. And, you know, a little younger, maybe a little younger than you, John, or maybe okay. about your your generation, you know, about, you know, 10 years younger than me or so. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, it's, the book is about a pandemic. Huh. It came out in 2019. Uh-huh. The book is about a pandemic that shut the whole world down and okay. then it was illegal to have shows. All right. And then fast forward <laughs> 10 plus years or whatever to a world where people are so used to that that they just sit in VR and no one goes to shows anymore. Okay. And then what ensues after that? And it's really interesting. It's about this person who's kind of a cool hunter and she gets hired to go find these musicians so they can put them on VR. And then about these other musicians who were musicians before and they had these underground shows. And it's fucking amazing. Dude, it's well written. It's poignant, dare I say. And <laughs> and I just, I mean, I fucking, you know, I shed a tear. It's good. It's a really good book. All right. All right. Uh, so Sarah Pinsker fucking killed it. Lastly, a third book that I want to mention, which I think is I'm a little late to the game on this one. It took me a while to finally go back and pick this one up. Tranny by Laura Jane Grace. Yeah. Uh, I mean, talk about touring. I mean, it's almost all touring or recording. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, their personal life and, you know, how how everything came about in their life to where they could finally, you know, transition and become the person they felt that they always were and all the trials and, and tribulations of being on drugs and being yeah. on tour. And I mean, I don't want, I mean, I can't give anything away. You know, if you know anything about her, uh, you know that she's an icon and uh, as is her band yeah. against me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying like, you know, I'm not like the hugest against me fan, their music, mm-hmm. but of their work ethic and oh, yeah. their punk attitude Absolutely. and their morals and everything else. Um yeah. You know, they're fucking incredible. And they made it to the majors, and they made it back. And yeah. it's all about that. It's really fucking good. Definitely read that book. Yeah, nothing but ultra respect. Those, are, those all sound great. I'm going to add them to my list. Mm-hmm. I'm a, We were just talking about this. I'm in a deep horror novel yeah. hole, hole right now. So I'm, I've been reading about awful, awful things. Sure. It'll be nice to be read, read about some musical stuff. That'd be good. Indeed. All right. Today, we have Justine and Hosey, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Juice and hose, <laughs> uh, and uh, AKA Lozen. Yeah, Lozen, the band Lozen, two piece from the Northwest. God, what is there to not say about them? They were just fucking fire. Yeah, there's there's nothing bad to say about them. I mean, they started out heavy, they stayed heavy. So, they yeah. sort of transformed a little bit towards the end and got a little bit more uh, artistic yeah. uh, license. They took some artistic license with their music, which yeah. made them even more original. Yeah, and since Hose has. I mean, she's in Helmsley, obviously. Yeah. Helmsley. Yeah. Helmsley. Probably heard of. If you haven't, then go listen to Helmsley. They're such an yeah. amazing band. And then isn't she playing in tacos now, too? She's playing in tacos Yeah, as and well. singing, which is yeah. amazing because, you know, both bands have three-part harmonies. Yeah. Actually, both bands, amazing female drummers. Talk about female drummers, Justine. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just goodness, goodness, goodness all the way around all yeah. those bands. I will never forget the first time Sandrider played with Lozen. I, w- I just couldn't believe it. Like, holy shit. And they were like carryover from that time when two pieces were like legitimizing themselves yeah. Yeah. everywhere. You know, it's like you can just have a bass player with a really fucking loud bass and a drummer who, who knows how to hit and you're good. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, Lozen. And then she, Hosey's also playing with in Ukwuk. 
Oh yeah, I forgot about that. With her spouse Aaron from yeah. Thing, who yeah. was on the show. So. I did sound for them a couple months yeah. back, actually. Anyway, so fantastic people. Hosey says it right out the gate, and it's true. They were one of the first people that I wanted on the show when we yeah. even thought about doing yeah. this show. I was like, I want to talk to Hosey. I want to hear about Lozen, about what that was like to go on tour in that band. And Lupe, yep, our very first guest, mm-hmm. went on tour with Lozen. And if you go back, if you want to go back in the Wayback Machine and listen to the first episode of the show, you're going to get most of this interview through Lupe's point yeah. of view. And now we're going to get a lot of alternative perspective yeah. on, and you know, on a bunch of those stories. That's part of our disclaimer. Which you is know, great. We all remember different, and now we get the actual eyewitness accounts that differ slight, so slightly and yet not so subtly, which is really funny. And to be honest, I mean... Yeah, and we will. We'll come back and we'll talk so much about how we love all three of those people that we just mentioned. But I think what we got to do, let's play some Lozen and then let's just let them talk. Let's, yep. Because that's you know, kind of what you do with them. Yeah. You just sort of let them talk to each other and then just sit there and bask in it. <laughs> yeah, pretty and, nice. Uh, yeah, disclaimer, they're on. They're both on one mic. And so they're going to talk over each other and everything. And uh, if anything, it just makes it more endearing. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's a really good listen. Here we go. Crack out the whip, motherfucker. You best get with that. Hosen juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, Welcome to the show. <laughs> so good to be here. Thanks for having us, dudes. <laughs> for context, I asked them what they wanted to be called, and um, and then we went with the worst version. Yeah. No, not the worst. No, it, we, no. Those Feel free are to. most <laughs> known. Yeah, most those known. are our adored nicknames, yeah. and they were also. Uh, you know, our our kiddo nicknames. So now that we have gray pubes, we're Hosoji and Justine. Because <laughs> we are adult women. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you didn't know, those are real names. But Hose and Juice is great. Yeah, Hose and Juice. We are super excited to talk to you guys about the wild world of Lozen. Mm, yes. And before we kick it off, just tell us how you got into the sort of the mess of going out and playing music. Yeah, touring and being in a band and everything. Sure. So uh, together, I mean, we've been friends. We are high school uh, sweethearts. Mm -hmm. And so we've been friends since freshman year and bonded super quick in high school after meeting each other and quickly got sucked into music as a source of bonding with each other. Mm -hmm. And that was started out as just air jamming, like baked in (laughs) my bedroom. Or Justine's bedroom mm-hmm. uh, yep. to air jamming to Black Sabbath or Heart or Melvin's or Rush yeah. or yeah. <laughs> all sorts of that. Um, we would get so so into it. Like, we would actually leave. Yeah. We would Love have it. 
hangouts with friends and actually leave, excuse ourselves, and lock the door and go jam out. <laughs> but we're all air jamming. You know, I'm air jamming. Oh, that's amazing. She's air bass guitar playing. It felt so uh -huh. real. <laughs> we were already in a band, but it yeah. just had no instruments yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they were mm -hmm. And I was always uh, strings, and she was always percussion. Which is so funny, right? Just the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, we were a band well before we had instruments to play together. Me up. Yeah, we did that a lot. <laughs> and I didn't really, I had a want to play drums for many, many, many years. Um, but I didn't seriously play till I was what, 20, 21. Yeah, right? That sounds That's right. when I got yeah. my first kit, mm -hmm. but I used to play her kit. Mm -hmm. Um, my uncle was a drummer, so I grew up watching, he sang and drummed. And so I watched that from early on and. That was a good nice. influence, but um, yeah. I had this want to play drums. I played, you know, in school bands, clarinet, trumpet, but it wasn't until I met her, and actually years later, I got my first kit. So our first cool. jams were total air jams. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's but... how I got started. <laughs> right. right. Totally. Yeah. That's probably, yeah, that's everybody's and we origin kind of story. were like, oh, we, sh we need to be in a band together. This mm. will happen someday. Yeah. And yeah, so when she did finally, um, you know, got, got some cash together for a drum set. She was living up in Bellingham and I was still in Tacoma and she just hit me up and was like, will you come um, help me pick out a drum set? Mm -hmm. And so I came up and we found the one. We found her good starter kit. It was a good like one. Like a Tama Rockstar yeah. something. Oh, yeah. Something. Classic. What's, yeah. yeah. What's your criteria for finding your first drum kit? <laughs> money well, price range. Well, yeah, it was yeah. money. I had money, but I wasn't sure like how much, how little to spend. And so I called uh -huh. The expert here and she was like well this comes with hardware and the symbol you know it's a complete yeah. setup starter kit you want to have yeah. all the shit because and yeah. i didn't know all the ins and outs yet and so i was like okay and then uh signed up for lessons but i quickly found out lessons sucked um, they do. Lessons. <laughs> and especially i don't know as a female um, they just want to show off. <laughs> so anyway, uh, right. I think that might be uh, across the board. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> that that uh, drum and guitar totally. instructors like you spend probably twenty half of your minutes. lesson listening yeah. to them just wank off. And one day you'll be like, that's the same reason why I quit drum lessons because right? you would play the kit and then oh. you'd go back and make me do rudiments for the rest of the week. And I'm like, I just want to play the kit. Yeah. Right. Do you know yeah. that my second yeah. drum teacher was female and she Ooh. was amazing she was a badass and i was in middle school how cool. no el late elementary like sixth grade and oh, she taught cool. me how to play drums listening to uh michael jackson's off the wall oh, and, that's she had, oh. <laughs> and also she nice. drove a sweet mustang i mean she was like <laughs> who is this woman i yeah. need to know I think, her i think her <laughs> name was if i remember correctly i think her name was Teresa. it's what well, obviously i was a little kid but mm -hmm. i mean i was like full on just like you are the greatest person hell in the world. yeah mm -hmm. you know? hell yeah <laughs> maybe it was trisha yeah anyway she was red Phil that Rudd so was my cool. drum teacher. Yeah, oh, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> just, Phil Rudd. It's a great yeah. way to start. I just put on ACDC. I was just right. like, if I can just play to this. <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember my first drum teacher told me, I, I called her and I felt like weird about it. And I go, he told me I have a weird sense of rhythm. And I remember he kept telling me that. And it was Which is true. Me, but it is, it is. Awesome. I have a really That's a good thing. Fucking that's awesome. called style. Yeah. I do, I do. <laughs> but um, it threw me for a loop. And I remember she was like, no, that's fuck that that's cool <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah so when she, we got she got that kit yeah. and then she had a neighbor who lent us um uh twin fender twin reverb yeah. like two 212 combo sure yeah. and i would just mm -hmm. drive up to bellingham every couple weeks we'd play in my apartment we jammed her apartment there was like four apartments a mexican Whoa. family below uh above us 
and two other and they were so cool about it coolest neighbors oh, wow. ever. So nice. so cool. <laughs> we would just wow. make noise because we didn't know what the fuck we were doing no. i yeah. was not good at guitar by any means so it was just like uh -huh. feed i liked creating feedback that was it was Very fun to just make primal. feedback sounds and scream <laughs> you know so. that's so cool <laughs> and then the future and you're and still the doing that today happened <laughs> So when did you start touring, you know, when did you actually form a band and then decide, like, let's go, you know? Really pretty, quickly. Pretty damn quick, yeah. I think Justine yeah. had been playing drums for, like, six months when we played our first show. No. Nice. Or even that, less. I, yeah. I want to say less. It was quick. Was we scared. had three songs. Oh, hey, kitty. Hi, Bobo. Um, we had <laughs> three songs that songs. created like that created like a 25 minute set yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, so long and, oh, i've seen that shit. band like 400 times yeah uh okay so yeah we, she had not been playing drum well under a year and um the band that i was playing in before that had crumbled and mm -hmm. we had some shows booked and so i was like hey would you be down to just pop on to these shows um and she was brave as fuck and was like sure let's do it and um so yeah so we played our very first show ever was in 2006 really or oh, was, it? was it was it helms lee was or, already uh, there in 2006 oh, 2004 because uh, it was with Quee. with Quee and Bel uh, oh, in, uh, in yes, great band at a long time the, friends of ours uh, that warehouse place was it yeah in olympia at um manium uh, warehouse manium manium thank you i remember uh, that place i saw a bunch of shows there. they were there for yeah. a while and i had actually roadied for her old band pre our tour and i was just like oh, yeah i could do this, this <laughs> totally. yeah. that's where you got the bug huh? i did i i got the bug real quick i always was a fan of you know road trips and um <laughs> you know to a road trip just road trips yeah. <laughs> um, with road a lot more with a lot more suffering um uh, uh. but i was like i was i was enamored right away and i was just like yes i want to do this um and i had barely started playing drums seriously and then when we had the opportunity um i was scared to death but she was like, but we, could do we this. did the damn thing, we and we cried yeah. immediately mm -hmm. after the set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first show it was terrible. I fucked up so hard. I remember immediately just terrified, you know, stage fright, nervous, yeah. and all these people there that some I knew, but some of my drum idols were in the crowd, and I just got off and I cried. <laughs> oh man! I mean, it's emotional release. Totally. Yeah, totally. It's totally. I mean, yeah. my first show was terrible. Scaly. Everybody's first show is kind of terrible, isn't it? I mean. Uh, Not John's. It was his. Was amazing. It wasn't amazing. My first show was my birthday party. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, well, how old were you? Uh, I think it was my fourteenth birthday. Oh, you're so. And so okay. Nat, who I Nat, who I play with yeah. now, we were. It was our first band together in high school. Oh, cute. And we um we invited our friends over to my neighbor's house because they had a nice big basement, mm -hmm. and I think we played our very first like punk set to our punk friends. Maybe eight of them, and they all um, sat down on the floor, like cross-legged, <laughs> like, like in a, yeah. in a line. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was very nice. That was my first show. <laughs> that was oh, my cute! First show. That you just <laughs> reminded me, and I don't want to get too off topic here, but um, yeah. you just reminded me of a show that we played years and years later. We've been touring quite a bit. Our first show ever in Mexico, our only show oh, ever in Mexico, oh, oh. in Chihuahua, Mexico. We played a regular like club show. Uh -huh. But then we stayed with the family of uh, one oh, of the band members so of wonderful. the guys that booked us down there. And yeah. his uh, little sister was having her 12th birthday party while we were oh, there. So and they asked oh us God. to play it. So we played in, the in garage. their garage to a oh, bunch of 12-year-old so girls. <laughs> 
And while uh-huh. we were playing, it started snowing. Yeah. In what? Mexico. They had not seen snow. They were like, we can't remember the last time it <laughs> we snowed We thought it here. was magical. <laughs> we were like, this is wow. magic. It was such it. a magical yeah. moment. Yeah. These, all these 12-year-old girls, though, that were like super in- attentive so and like. freaking uh-huh. cool. Yeah, because they're, they're seeing two to people just kicking ass that they can relate to, you know, that must be really fun. Like, so heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. And the family we stayed with of one of the band members was just, Mexicans are just amazing, hospitable, <laughs> loving mm-hmm. people. I mean, in my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just so wonderful to us. Yeah. So, they remember cool. they told us to sleep in their bedroom. Yeah, the they put us in the master bedroom. We sleep oh in their God, bed. It was so oh, wow. weird, and we were like, "No, we can't," and they wouldn't say no. They so wouldn't let us. Not. They made us. <laughs> they made us sleep in the master room. So oh my anyway. gosh! Yeah. Memory. Yeah. I, for, I, I didn't think of that. All right. Well, actually, this is this is a great segue. We're talking about memory. Oh, yeah, <laughs> as, it, as it relates to tour, <laughs> and we're talking about about uh, your guys's tour experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if we re- if we rewind the way back machine. Episode one of Tomorrow We Die comes out, and it's uh, Lupe Flores, mm-hmm. yeah. who is a mutual friend of all of ours. Yes, mm-hmm. and Sister a for bunch life. of her, yeah, a bunch of her really wild stories were on she- the same tour as the Lozen tour, right? Mm-hmm. Was, mm-hmm. So you guys were there. Um, we were there. I think we were there. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were in that matrix. And then I remember, uh, Jose, I remember talking to you shortly after the podcast launched. Um, you mentioned that <laughs> there was maybe, <laughs> maybe perhaps some inaccuracy with. Uh... <laughs> well, I don't want to say inaccuracy because that is subjective. And uh-huh. uh, yeah. that's assuming that I know what the fuck I'm talking about, Everyone which I am right. definitely memories. not ready to claim. Okay. <laughs> it was a trip to me what her mer- versions of those memories were compared to my memories of them. Yes. And like I said, that shit's <clears throat> subjective and the truth lies somewhere between the two, I am sure. <laughs> it is true. And there <laughs> there are times where I hear Nat tell a story from tour where I was definitely there mm-hmm. um, and it's not at all how yeah. I remember it You're going like, down. You're like, it didn't go yeah. down that way. Yeah. That's just how it or is. Or I know yeah, for sure. we have told yeah. stories to each other mm-hmm. where you're like, that was me. And mm-hmm. I was like, no. That's <laughs> <me."> <laughs> so uh, I think some of that has happened, with, of course, with Lupe because mm-hmm. she's such a sister and mm-hmm. we... Mm-hmm. bro down so hard mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. so well perception has so much to do with it too you know like mm-hmm. you just the way that you uh that your brain approaches the world and filters the world around you will make you interpret things differently right so mm-hmm. <laughs> so and yeah. as a refresher i actually just listened to the episode at this oh. um i was up early and i had a refresher and i was just cracking up she is a master <laughs> storyteller i mean that woman she is it's such a a hard good... to top that <laughs> that show storytelling yeah. you know because it's the yes. first one you had a and it's good like first one yeah Wait, we it was an out? accident we were just like we just reached out to all of our friends and she was the first one who could to happen respond. to be on of course she and then would. um i remember i remember <gasps> when she left what? the house jeff and i kind of looked at each other like oh my god this show's gonna be amazing we might be <laughs> something here. Yeah. this actually was sick yeah. you need well, everyone and... to tell a story like Lupe. and i remember you you reaching out to me shortly after that it like mentioning lozen coming on and i was like well i don't know how we're gonna I don't know how we can do that because Lou has already told <laughs> all the stories all these stories and a and a uh-huh. much more like extreme version than I than I would tell uh-huh. of these stories. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna she be. She literally to... is a master storyteller. Yeah. I was I listening agree. to it again, I was just like, wow, she's you know, when we peeled off and <laughs> <laughs> single-handedly so lift up an entire Volvo. 
strength. So many good stories. So should we go into some of those? Feel free. Yeah. Losing sugar, sugar, early, early day stories. Yeah, that was one of the prove it tours. So remember, it was a pair. We called it pair dues tour. Yes, totally. Because we had we've had extremely good luck overall. And Oakland. We should we I think we should start with the Oakland story. Mm, that's the beginning um, of the story, yeah. Well, and it's the beginning of that tour. And <laughs> we had always had heard how scary and sketchy Oakland is, right? Sure. And mm-hmm. how we had seen some things before and we always were like, Wow, we got so lucky. We didn't you know, nothing got wrong. Yeah, we'd we never didn't. been fucked with in yeah. Oakland. And it was that tour that we were like, Oh f-. I remember like what, three, four days in, I was like, I wanna go home. So yeah, so we played uh, a rad warehouse in Oakland. Oakland at the time had so many cool town? DIY. Yeah, yeah they did. Ghost, so, town. Mm-hmm. Um, ghost Town Galleries. Just so many cool awesome. DIY spots back then, you know. Maybe still, but it's been a long time since I played And we it. loved yeah. Oakland. Yeah, we that was our spot. We playing there. Hell we had yeah. homies there. We were we... going to move there. We were like, yeah, that's our yeah. homeland. I was like, another Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. We're going there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so we're inside playing a show uh, with Sugar, 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 the band that Lupe was playing in at the time. Finish up the set. Fun night. Wrapping it up, time to load out, walk outside and around the corner to go grab the van to pull it around and find no van. We have a minivan with a trailer at the time. Yeah. Find nothing but a pile of glass, broken glass. (laughs) Instantly. And my recollection is I went out there and found that and then came back and got you and Margot, our roadie at the time, Margot. And we just were the three of us standing there staring at this pile of glass, just <laughs> That's our band. like, yeah. what the fuck do we do? Like what, it finally what happened do do? to us. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. <clears throat> um, luckily, all our gears in the club, you know, yes. but our right. personal belongings were because we were amateur houring it. We didn't bring our backpacks with passports and, you know, crap like that inside. Yeah. So there is mm. important shit in the van, yes. plus the van itself. And our roadie was, is an artist and a painter and she had a you know, her sketchbook and all this, just personal things you cannot sure. replace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're standing like, like there. She can't even sell really, right? It's like, that's yeah, going to have value for the thieves, right? She's going to probably toss it to the gutter yeah. and on exactly. your way. Those are the things mm-hmm. that make me the angriest when I get robbed. You know, it's yeah. like, it's, yeah. it sucks dick to, loot, to have like a guitar stolen or, you know, things like that. But you can find a new love in a guitar, but all like, you know, photographs, especially back then, this pre, you know, having all your photographs digital, but you know, like mm-hmm. old photos journals. and yeah, journal shit and all that. Yeah. It's like, passport, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> for some reason, her passport was stolen, but not mine. You, cause you were smart and you had yours on you. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, that's why. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. you go. Anywho's, we get out there, it's a pile of glass. And as the three of us are standing there, you know, just not sure what to do, this man approaches and is like, one man. One man approaches. <laughs> one man approaches and says, uh, "Hey, I know who stole your van." I saw, I, or he's like, "I know where your van is. I saw. I know who stole it, and I know where he put it." And he's like, "I'll walk you to it if and you want." And my gut was like, "Fuck yeah, right!" Like I just, yeah. I know, right? We're yep. in for it. We're in for it. And so we're like, okay, hold on a sec, and we go and grab. We have a couple of um, good friends who were living in San Francisco at the time. They're like, you know, we've known them for forever, ever to Comey's. But Casey like, Harkonnen and then uh, Howie. Both from Harkonnen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, both Casey Harkonnen. and Howie yeah, from sorry. Harkonnen. Both Harkonnen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. they're um, hanging with us. Rad homeboys that we would always stay with when we were going through their um, mm-hmm. Brothers for Life also. <clears throat> so we run and grab them and are like, we're going to walk with this dude to find, supposedly go find our van, which is a, only a few general. blocks away. And, um, and of course, like, I'm like, something's going to happen when yeah. we're on our And way they're like, yeah, we're going this. with you. They, we're walking with some fuck we don't even know, right? Some fuck we don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, they're like, we're going with you, of course, you know, and, and Matt Howard was being such a bro. He was standing next to us the whole time. And he just kept saying to the dude, don't you try anything. Don't you yeah, fuck with my friends. Really, like, dude, yeah. I've got my just eye on you. Protect us. You know, yeah. He was being very clear that he was like hawking this guy and like, right. you know, you're not going <clears> to <throat> fuck with my friends. He kept saying it over and over again. So that was rad. But, uh, he did actually take us to our van, which was yeah. just a handful of blocks away. But, but remember as I want to enter, yeah, as we're, ahead. as we're going to the van, this dude is taking objects out of his pocket and chucking them mm-hmm. and it's from our van. Oh, so we're like, oh, <laughs> he's so, also yeah. he's also pulling out a crack pipe. And totally. crack. Yeah, at one point, uh, he stopped uh, and hit a crack pipe, and then he's like, surprising. right, that like, was almost... not from your van. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> actually, I mean, no. whose crack pipe was it? <laughs> hey, that's nice my crack you... pipe. <laughs> nice of you to assume it wasn't ours. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't Never get into that yet. <laughs> this is, you know, we just started touring. We weren't <laughs> into crack yet. So, um... <laughs> but yeah, he, not, he was not like, until you, not until you paid your dues. Yeah, he's like. Like fucking crackheads always mess with people around here as he's yes. hitting a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the whole time, it's just, I knew he was fucking with us. So I'm kind of just like stewing, but I'm like, well, I'm kind of scared because I'm like, I don't want to fuck with this guy. But I'm also like, mm-hmm. he's running a game on us. This mm-hmm. is totally yeah. a game, yeah. right? It's he's ransom. running a whole con artist job. So anyway, I yeah. just wanted to say that. Totally. And he threw Scully. We got Scully. Yeah, so anyway, this is, you know. Scully is an important part prob- of probably super uninteresting but i'm gonna waste your time with it anyway (laughs) on an earlier tour justine had bought for me and for our van this little figurine that is a um skull wearing a headdress Mm -hmm. like a torso a bust sort of thing Uh Mm -hmm. that uh we then taped to the dash and has been on every single tour van i've ever had since then and now lives in my subaru outback Uh (laughs) because i have gray pubes and i'm a woman Uh (laughs) i don't have a tour van but i you could that, fit a lot of gear in an outback. <laughs> you, <laughs> actually, you, you can. can. You, can. Yep. <laughs> you actually uh, can. We've yep. done it. So anyhow. Uh, but Scully was really important. And yeah, and Scully was gone. He tossed Scully out, and that's when I was like, oh, this fucker. He tossed he Scully into the van, though. He like took yeah, it out of his pocket right. right in front of us. He's just gacked out, so he doesn't realize yeah. that he's yeah. tr- clearly revealing his identity <laughs> yeah. as the thief Fucking of the van. Yeah. And chucks, <laughs> chucks Scully into the van, and so we're like, okay, you're the guy that stole our van, clearly, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, fuck you. And but he's we... trying to get money, right? Yeah, he's like, pay yep. me. I showed you where your van was. And we're like, no, you're the guy who stole our van. Yeah. We're not giving you money. And that's, I think, when the argument. <clears throat> he started to argue, and we all got into the van and drove away back to the club. Because we still had to load up our gear. Yeah. All of our gear is still in the club. Yeah. The windows smashed get, out. Get back to yeah. San Francisco and <sighs> deal with shit. So we go back to the club, and of course, he walks back over there. And um, as, we, as we're finishing up loading, it took, took us about the time to load as he, it took him to get back over toward the club. And then he um, just starts to get really aggressive and is like, mm-hmm. you're going to fucking give me money. And my recollection is <laughs> he I think pulls we gave, a little too knife. Watch. We, well, I feel like we gave him money, did we not? And he was trying to get more? Or I don't know. Maybe he, we didn't give him shit. That's the part I'm unclear about. Yeah, I don't know. But I remember, <laughs> so Lupe said, yeah, I am a, I can be a hothead. <laughs> but um, I will admit. I mean, especially when you just got robbed. Well, and my, I was I'm yeah, just telling her this yeah, a minute I ago. I was like, well, so I grew, I grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood. I grew up in the hood. I grew up with a lot of gangs, a lot of, um, a lot of this type of people, mm-hmm. crackheads. That's where I used to get my weed. That's where I used yeah, to right. get my beer. <laughs> you would go ask the, you know, Walking Dead in the alley. Hey, could you get me a six pack? Could you blah blah blah? Can I get a twenty bag? You know, I lived in a rough neighborhood. I grew up in the South Side, and um, I just 
at the time I was like, I know what he's doing. And so I stupidly went and got in his face. He had been smirking the whole time. He had been doing these things. And I was like, I know what you're doing. You're playing a fucking game. I grew up. I was like, I'm not a little rich kid. I know what the fuck's going on. And then he looked at me and smirked. And that's Mm -hmm. when I kind of lost it. And we were all in a frenzy. I think me and her were up in his face. He was Mm. trying to like, I don't know what the fuck he's trying to get more money. Like, he wanted more money. Probably. So my recollection yeah. is Juice started to, yeah, just be like, get the I'm, fuck out of here, dude. I'm We're pissed. not giving you I'm more pissed, money. Obviously. We know what you're doing. And mm-hmm. uh, Matt Howard, uh, again, Trying being to... a hero, got got right up in it because he was like, don't you touch her. He was like, don't mess with my friend. And um, and then, of course, he's not, he's like the, the dude, the thief, is kind of, yeah, smirking at and ignoring Justine, but he sees you know skinny white boy and is like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna fuck with you so he zeroes in on him and like grabs his shirt yeah and um oh so and implying violence yeah he's implying violence let's go get him let's go find him (laughs) let's go to open right Uh, now (laughs) and i'm just like i'm a woman but i want to be trash you're not looking at me because you just don't give a fuck what i'm saying and so So that was the point where i stepped in because it was like all right if there's two women in front of matt howard then there's a better chance better wall of just this guy's clearly not trying to hit a, a woman Right. Yeah, so we'll was, give him that. I'll I give did, him that. But. Were you afraid to submit you? I don't <laughs> know. No, I had I zero fear. And I was not afraid either, which was probably stupid. But that was definitely stupid, stupid. on both of our parts. Yes. But it's that just like fight or flight mechanism where you I get knew. the adrenaline and I you're like, knew. it's it's go time. So yeah. am I going to like stand back and watch my friends get hurt or I'm going to step in? Um, so we're like in this weird tangle with this dude. At some point, uh, Sugar, Sugar, Sugar are all in their van and their roadie comes out. <sighs> and Poor guy. Mm. Because he just sees the thing happening, too, yeah. you know, and comes over and is like, hey, you can't talk. He did say something like, you know, don't don't treat a lady like that or whatever. Which we're like way beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Like, yeah. But he, he I got to give cred where no, cred is due. The totally. dude got out of the van and was like, I see that these people are in a gnarly confrontation and I'm going to step in. So he was trying to I want to give a little credit to that guy. Uh, but so while that's all <laughs> happening, story. this woman just casually is strolling by, oh, and yes. I'm just gonna call the dude Eddie. I don't know what the fuck his name was, um, but, name. but she's <laughs> but she's like she rolls by and super cash is like, leave him alone, Eddie. Totally, and that guy. <laughs> Friendly neighborhood like, crackhead. Totally. Ah, oh, just fucking with these little kids again, still in the rock stars van. Oh, my <laughs> and so that like kind of diffused it. It just kind of yeah. became all of a sudden like this is this over, is obviously. Like we, he, she just totally took him down a huge notch. Called where now he out. no longer has yeah. any power, and we're not scared. And clearly he's got our van. We have, our and we're just like cool. Fuck you, Eddie. You know, and yeah. <laughs> get in our van and cry all the way back to San and Francisco. And fucking Eddie got. Some passports and bullshit, but yeah, what a fuck, what a fuck. <laughs> so that's that event. Um, I have so much testosterone I flowing love- through my body now in <laughs> that story. Like, I just want to kick ass. Well, thank you, because the retelling, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting mad again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 my pits are a little wet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moist. I'm moist under the arm. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so we drive back to where we're staying at Casey and Howie's place in San Francisco. Those, Those dudes guys. are the sweetest ever. They, they like go out to our van. They they set us up in their apartment to put on Ghostbusters, put Dude, in like a frozen pizza. We load in all our shit. Oh, that's so sweet. We load in all our shit because we, we, we now have learned a hard lesson. their little apartment mm-hmm. oh, in San yeah, Fran. Yeah, Because <laughs> we can't leave it in the car. There's yeah, a that's a thing. And now we're like, shit, we got to deal with that, right, the next day. But they went out, they like put on Ghostbusters, got us some food going, and then go 
out and just sweep with a little like dust broom handle thing <laughs> out the van, get all the glass as much as best they can. So fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next morning we had to go and we woke up early to get, yeah, I woke yep. up early to go get the window replaced and we come back and this is a, um, I think Sugars had left at this point. Probably. To go to the next show. We, I think we missed the next show. Cause we had, we? To, we had to spend that day in San Francisco getting the window repaired. It took um, hours. So we hang out, we, <laughs> mm-hmm. we spent an extra night with them dudes. And um, that night, we <laughs> ended up watching a Lars von Trier movie called <gasps> Antichrist. Oh my god, I forgot I've about seen that this. movie. Oh my okay, god, so I kind of love that movie this. because it's so gnarly. If you it's are so ever yeah, in a position where you've just been recently, so if you're ever in a position where you've just been recently traumatized, don't watch and that you're movie. trying to heal, watch don't, this movie. Don't watch any Lars von Trier movie. Don't, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lars von Trier is just he's. Kind of a whole, he's kind of a shit person, but his movies are intense. Yeah, his kinda. movies are intense for real. I I'm I'm uh, too much of a softie for that shit. I, any of it, like I just I, I oh need, my god, I we watched that. We, that's <laughs> when we watched Antichrist with them, and we were like, "What are we doing? Yeah, this is no, not now the right it's coming back this. to me. I'm yeah. like, oh. this is fucked. Yeah. Um, so it was like it fed this weird. This it was just the mood had shifted so hard on this tour. We know? went yeah. real gone from like we're on real tour dark. with some of our best friends and the shit's cool, and all of a sudden all that happened the night before, <laughs> and then the next night, you know, we're just like trying to lick our wounds oh and God. hang out, and we watch goddamn Antichrist, yeah. <laughs> which one of the me top the five most hard- hardcore movies of all totally, time. Totally, yeah. totally. Like for sure. I'm, What's the other one he did? That I'm still is not okay. So depressing. There's another one he did that is the oh the breaking of the waves. Oh, oh yeah, and he, he did that Bjork movie, which is super depressing. Oh, and, uh, I, I, I liked that, but it was yeah, Dancing yes, in the Dark. God damn it, what a great so, movie! I think he doesn't. All his movies are depressing. They're on purpose and, and dark. Yeah, I don't need that definitely. shit in my life. He's no, a good, he's a good filmmaker, but I, I'm a oh pass. Oh my god, I <laughs> forgot about that. I totally forgot we did that the next day. Yeah, mm-hmm. what a great day to watch that movie. <laughs> so, so that's oh, so. Uh, did you just kind of hoisted him back up and just? We're on tour. We're going to meet him up well, in the next. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we missed one show yeah. and then we uh, carried on into the Southwest or what, you know, where, where are we going? Uh, split, but I think maybe we missed San Diego or something. I don't know. It's been so yeah. long. Honestly, mm-hmm. these details are blurry, but um, on to Austin. we re-caught up with them. Well, <laughs> yeah, we re-caught up with them. Yeah, it might have been Austin because um, because I remember getting to Austin and getting treated so kindly oh, oh, that Austin. we were again, we again, crying. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> but oh, this time out right. of, of love, just uh, like, God damn, these yeah. people are so kind and take such good care of us. And it like really, we were like, okay, everything's going to be okay. We just have like nice. all these bros in Austin and they just yeah. all welcomed mm-hmm. us with open arms and we were just like, oh, fuck yeah. by fuck you, here yeah. we are. Oh, I love fuck by fuck you. That was yeah. the best Hey, what's fuck by fuck you? Yeah, that's a good call. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah, so that is a fuck you. Big what? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> to fuck by fuck. I mean, to yeah. South by Southwest. I can't even say it without uh-huh. saying fuck. Uh, no, yeah, you literally can't. It's literally the it's alternative the to South by Southwest at uh-huh. the time. And I'm so sad I don't think it's going on anymore, right? I don't they think don't so. Do I mean, yeah. unless it rebooted, but I don't think so. We Those were some of the best best times like just just so awesome brian nelson and all the australian catalog yeah. dudes love that that put out. i love the way you just said that i, I said that australian really <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a little tongue-tied australian <laughs> 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 i went to find professor voice um 
they just treated us so well and they put out Lozen's first, right? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they're buddies and, and they've, yeah, they helped us put out records and stuff. But yeah, Fuck by Fuck You is this rad alternative to South by Southwest that happened, you know, across the highway on the east side of Austin. And it was just a small, it was one house called the Typewriter Museum, this rad couple, Brian and Andrea Nelson and their family and their Mm -hmm. goats, Mm -hmm. goat, Uh, (laughs) and just multiple stages and just nonstop raucous, awesome bands and camaraderie and free beer and And that whole Mm -hmm. row of, was it E6? Mm Mm-hmm. Now it's totally different, but sure. back then it was just so DIY, so just community, community, and not yeah. you know yeah. it wasn't as it's it's a it's a lot. Well, the last time I went to Austin, which has been a while, but it's a lot different. It's mm-hmm. very much changed. But that was just um, we could not wait to get there. Yeah, and that that was definitely the actual licking of the wounds that we needed. Yeah. Um. Totally. So it seemed like everything was gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. So one of the issues that came up was my passport was stolen and we're Uh, going to Mexico on this tour. So Lozen had to figure out how to fit into our tour schedule, getting like an expedited new passport for me, Mm -hmm. which we managed. We didn't even know you could do that. We figured it out. Yeah, we managed to find an office where you can go and get, you know, if you're you're still... Yeah, pay the extra money and... Yeah, pay pay more money and and just my, my shit was stolen and I'm going on a trip right now. Can we please figure this out, which they did. Yeah. So yeah, so we, we pull it together, we get the passport, we're like, cool, we're still gonna get to go to Mexico. We've reconnected with Sugar Sugar Sugar. Things are looking like it's gonna be all good. And so we all are gonna cruise down to Mexico together. I need to add, I don't believe Lupe told this part of the story, which I think is a valuable lesson for touring musicians. Uh-huh. We all demanded that we get pho the morning that we're going to play <laughs> in Mexico. I think we're in Albuquerque. I don't okay. remember. Uh-huh. That's probably not it. But we were somewhere pretty dang far. Like it was a it was a big drive day. Yeah. But we were all being little bitches about that we all needed Gotta to have, have pho, pho that morning. Uh-huh. So skip the we get pho <laughs> and, and then start our drive way, way too late because we should have just gotten some shitty sandwich from the gas station or and, from Starbucks or whatever. Just toughed and it gone. out. Yep. So we get to the border around sunset, which is, you know, we're just we're pushing it. We're, we're going to be late. rolling up right yeah. in time to load I remember in, like, we're supposed to do a radio show before the show. Right. And that's why we were trying to go early and we were running late to the radio. We were already like an hour and a half. We were all sorts late. of dumb, dumb we all t- Yeah. We're all full <laughs> yep. Well, we you're in the now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get to the Mexican border. We're going Juarez. through the like general, yeah, the, yes, Juarez going down into Chihuahua Which zone. Is not very smart. Through Texas, El Paso zone. And uh, yep. we um, find out that Chris from Sugar, 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 the guitar player at the time, he has one of those enhanced IDs that were pretty new at that time. Oh, yeah. And they mm-hmm. wouldn't take it. And they were just like a week ago deemed unacceptable for the Mexican border. They were supposed to be for <laughs> North America. Yeah, but it works like, great for Canada, weeks. but you can't yeah. get to Mexico. Totally. totally. Yes. Originally, well, originally yeah. for the first like uh, for the first little teeny bit of those being released, the idea was North America, and then yeah. something got weird, and they can't. They were like, no more going to Mexico with that. So he, so Sugars couldn't get in. They couldn't get across the border because they couldn't go without their guitar player, right? Yeah. So them dudes just have to get turned right around, and they go into El Paso and get a hotel room, and they're like, cool, we'll just meet you guys at the next show, and we're gonna miss this one, and we're sad. Yeah. And we're like, all right, cool, we're gonna go forward. We're we going had, to Chihuahua, Mexico, where we played before. Yeah, the story we, we told earlier about the 12-year-old okay. birthday party. And we had crossed at a different location that time. Remember? True, true. And But also, and the time weird. we had crossed before, we didn't have a trailer. And this time we did. Yes. And so we didn't know and found out 
far too late uh-huh. that we needed a different permit for the Permiso. trailer uh, because the Mexican border is is kind of tricky. You go through an original one like where you Canada. show your passports and whatnot and explain what you're coming to the country for, but then there's another half an hour plus drive before you get to a second border Military. where you show your yeah. uh, your permits for your vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so we're deep, you know, we're already deep. And also, the- if you remember the first time we went into Mexico, do you remember we just got waved through? We it was like, no problem it. the first time. Yeah. So we went at a different border, but th- we were like, is it that easy? <laughs> and then we got stopped <laughs> later always. for the military. And we're like, oh, this is where they like really check you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were kind of going through this again, but in a different way at the Juarez one. Because the Juarez border, the beginning was way more um, legit. Yes. Like we had to get out of the car. We had to go yeah. sh- go in. And then that's when sugars got turned around and we kept going. Yeah. So we get deep. We get like a, a, an, at least an hour <sighs> into the drive before we get told, you don't have the right permit for your trailer. You have to go back <clears throat> to the first original border. Like, like an hour get, away or something. Geez, to get the right crazy. permit. Yeah. And there's just no way we're making the show at this point. Yeah. Like it's, we're, it's If we have to drive all the way back mm-hmm. and it's get dark. a permit and then go we're just not making it so we had to admit to ourselves that we had fucked up in multiple ways and we're not <laughs> making the show oh, <laughs> but now, so bummed. now it's nighttime Ugh. in this area of mexico that is notoriously it's, dangerous yeah and, i mean there's you know, nothing around you guys saying, it's desert yeah, it's desert well we're in the middle yeah. of nowhere in mexico we yeah. cross juarez border and then i started to feel like oh fuck this is scary yeah then where did we get pulled over so we pull back around yeah we turn we We, flip a bitch go back admit defeat we're gonna go um get back up with sugars yeah Um, yeah. at a hotel at a cruddy gross place yeah yeah. um yeah so we so yeah we turn back around and somewhere along the way we get stopped by one of the multiple military checkpoints that are like teenage boys with With semi-automatic weapons like get you out of your vehicle yeah and Uh are just freely searching through your shit and yeah. we're just, a trailer so yeah. they want to search the trailer pull everything out yeah which they did they searched and all you of were shit. fucking this is what i remember i was so fucking afraid so <laughs> i do speak spanish but i did not grow up um i'm mexican but i didn't grow up speaking spanish so my spanish is terrible it's just yeah. textbook mm-hmm. spanish so i know some spanish but they've got her in the trailer and she's in the back because they're like saying hey what's this what's this donde, donde? and they're asking all these things so she's lifting up opening my cases showing them things and they've got her in the back, and I'm in the front, and there's all these military. And, they and separated I just, us. I started uh, to get uh, really fucking man. nervous, and I was like, totally. They could just fuck her up, and I could do nothing. Well, they could yeah. fuck you up, and I could oh, do nothing. Oh, well, yeah, sure. we were just like but totally I was, separated I felt like they the were cornering <laughs> her, and I felt like yeah. she was furthest in the back of the trailer, and I started to get real fucking scared. And so I don't remember what I said, but I started being like, ah, da, 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 and I was kind of like trying to get their attention. And I was trying to talk to them in Spanish, which was terrible because when I'm nervous, it's, it's, like I can't think of shit. Yeah. So I'm just like speaking Spanglish to them and I'm trying to really get her out of there because I felt like this is not a good situation. And I'm yeah. thinking, oh my God, she's going to get fucking gunned and raped and I'm going to just be a witness or what raped the f- with a gun. Right. Yes. And so I'm just like, and so finally you kind of, I just want her to get to me. I want her to get out of the back and get towards me yeah. and somehow i don't know they they want to search all this shit and they did it. that's all i remember i just turns to out get you out of there turns out they weren't creeps and nothing bad happened nothing bad I happened mean, to, to make that story way, way shorter <laughs> oh, i feel so much better it, now talk the about tension, the armpits. tension was yeah, right. the tension was not <laughs> yeah the tension was deep but it was uh imagined it, what really happened was they searched our trailer in our van they were just searching and looked at the pieces of paper that we were given at both of the borders it's kind of explaining 
the scenario mm-hmm. and let us go on our merry way. We did. <laughs> and I think the was that the time I remember when we were at South or Fuck by Fuck You, people were saying, Hey, what the fuck are you two <clears throat> doing going to Juarez like mm-hmm. alone? You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, That's not smart and we were just like, Yeah. And um Yeah, and no 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 And also, yeah, so we get we get through we get through that experience. We get back to the US border. We're sitting at the border. Well Oh yeah, we're not yet. Pre that. We're sitting at the border just feeling again defeated back mm-hmm. to defeat mode yeah, right um i don't know if i'm getting these mixed up the border ones yeah go ahead so we so we get up to the border guards to the actual crossing through because you know there's always a line there and you're just yeah. and you're watching all these like desperate families oh, and stuff uh, trying to to sell yeah. you right. their wares and, and so we're and crying out. again yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's emotional it's a thing um just yeah just uh. feeling life Feeling the real. It's of tough, life. man. That that border's nar. <clears throat> Juarez mm-hmm. is nar nar. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, so we get to the actual border guard, <sighs> who is a dual citizen Mexican American guy who has lots of oh, family in Juarez. Yeah, this uh, is where we were like, we are dumb little bitches. Shamed us. Yeah. He, he just was like, he. We explained the situation. We give him the papers, and he's like. Y'all came through here by yourselves at night. Fucking idiot. For some some rock and roll show. That's what you're here for. And he was like, I have family. That I, I lose family members been regularly. Shot. The yeah. cartels here are real. I lose family on a regular basis. You girls are stupid. Yeah, oh, like, and just, we did. I felt shoot, stupid shooting it straight, and yeah. we both just you know like, I was like little you know <laughs> it's like our eyes got huge. Like we dad, felt, yeah. dad was shrunk. putting it down. Yeah, yeah. scolding yeah. us. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I mean, the it wasn't like of that a male is, female thing. Oh, yeah. it was, it's, it's real. Very and intense. I, and I really felt, I did, I felt stupid. We I were, felt ignorant. I felt like, oh my God, you're a privileged little fucking American. Mm-hmm. What do you think you're doing? Yeah. That was some reality. Yeah, we were cocky dose. and ignorant. Totally and cocky. We we got we out of it. alone a lot. Entirely unscathed. The worst thing that happened is our feelings were hurt, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> but he really, was so lucky. he gave us yeah. a dose of reality. <laughs> that was some real, like, dad talk. Shame. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I took that lesson to heart and hold mm-hmm. it in my heart still to this day. Yeah. <laughs> So we had to go then meet up. So we got to go. Sugars had already um, gotten themselves a hotel in El Paso. Finest. Some, yeah, you know, some 30 bucks a night, sure, whatever yeah. spot. Uh, we for, we pit stop at Burger King to get some sadness food. Yeah. <laughs> you as, know, as one does. Drown your sorrows. Yeah. That you is know. definitely yeah. a sadness a food moment. Yeah. yeah. Chicken nuggets. Yeah. Pound some burgers and fries and <laughs> drink tequila. <laughs> so we go back to the hotel where they are and, you know, we're all kind of just consoling each other or whatever. Andy from Sugar 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 the bass player is super sick he's just coughing up a lung all night long oh, fun the hotel room is leaking there's oh, something leaking from the yeah. ceiling it's like dripping Some in multiple nastiness. spots yeah it um, was nasty. and there is i know lupe told this part of the story there's like a goddamn rave going yeah. on straight up in the room next door <laughs> that happened to me in portland once oh my god <laughs> so it's just loud ass yeah. house music <laughs> And and coughing, dying friend, and dripping ceilings. Oh, that's so and we're just pouting to kill, like, why? Why? Why do we do this? It is, oh it is like, perhaps one of the worst things about going on tour is, like, what you're subjected to in hotel rooms. Yeah. Oh, Every now and then. Right. They are nasty. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of I meth that say... happens in motels. Oh. People go to hotels for reasons. Well, right. motels. Let's yeah. just say that. And motels. it's not for sleep. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and the people that work there, they are characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That actually reminds me of the hotel um, in Birmingham. Do you remember that one? That was pretty fun. Refresh me. Yeah, let's I had to show the ID for you. So this, I wasn't planning on telling this, but um, it was just a weird, we were in Birmingham 
Alabama, which mm-hmm. is a trippy place. Yep. Jesus. And I remember it's a Sunday uh, Bible Belt. And I remember we had to go into this hotel. It was so cheap. It was ridiculously cheap. I think under $25, $20. And I remember the guy asked for both of our IDs. There was a bulletproof glass. <laughs> I, I had to talk to the guy and it was yeah. an older black man. And that was our first time going to the deep South. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew the history, but he was just being a dick to me. And, um, and th- there was a younger black guy and he kept being like, he looked at me, he was like, don't mouth off to him. He kept mm. telling me, don't mouth off to him. But what he wanted was her. She's I- such a hothead. I don't know. <laughs> um, I was, he was fire in your he, eyes. So I couldn't tell, I didn't understand what he was doing, but I was like, why do I got to give you, he was like, who's staying in the hotel? And I said, it's, tr- I lied. I go, it's just me. Cause we thought we would get it cheaper. Yep. That's the only reason I did that. Uh, he was like, well, whoever's staying there, I need their ID. And I said, okay, well, it's just me. So I gave him my ID. I think he photocopied it and everything. And then we get into the hotel and he calls. He goes, you said it was just one person in the hotel. And yep. I was like, fuck. You weren't the first yeah. person like, to try I saw that two people. I need their ID. And I said, and then I, I so I went back and then that's when he uh, got real cross with me. And I was kind of lipping off and the, this younger dude was like, don't like shut up like stop doing that you know yeah but i remember that hotel was just disgusting and mm. i remember there was stains on the sheets mm. and it just looked like it was rented you don't even want to put your sleeping so, bag on top of not, the sheets we did that's exactly oh, yeah. where i think yeah. we did. all i go to is the bathtub that's the safe spot like <laughs> you can rinse down whatever yeah. fluids yeah. might have been there before wipe down and then no bed bugs curl in the up in there yeah. <laughs> safe and sound it's like funny we're talking about gross hotels, but how many times have we stayed at someone's gross ass house? Yeah, I know it just seems less <laughs> gnarly because yeah. there's a person who lives is, there. But yeah. the hotel, it just seems so much worse so, for some reason because <laughs> you're paying for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I want luxury. All right, now we'll do a quick break and listen to some more Lozen. of that tour um by the way this is probably all totally out of order i have no recollection of the order but um to keep with the you we'll know, have our fact the... checkers uh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wait yes. you yes. are our yeah. fact checkers yeah. that's exactly <laughs> what's going on right now you're here checking the facts. fact checkers <laughs> yeah. are a little yeah we're not sure when this happened it's but... definitely everybody knows that if you need somebody to check your facts you call lozen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 they'll remember be, um, clearly they'll be, they'll clearly. be looking at your myspace archives <laughs> just to make sure that this is all in oh, chronological shit. order i should have looked at that <laughs> what happened um, in 2008 <laughs> so um the next just epic tragedy of that tour <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, was heading over into Arizona and uh, this yeah. house show. I, it was near Scottsdale. I don't remember. It was on the res. Uh-huh. Uh, near Scottsdale. Don't remember what the name of the town was. Don't remember either. But um, it was one of those recommended by friends friend that are like, this is a cool house show spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you'll for sure get a good fun show there. Which is usually gold. Usually. That it recommendation totally, is can, usually good. Like, you usually totally, follow yes, that up, totally. and it's an awesome show. Yeah. yeah. You want to play no that show. There's no reason not to Glad count on that. that being fun. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, but this one was an exception to one of those rules, <laughs> uh, which was we pull up to this house, um, and it's, you know, very much, you know, houses are separated by quite a bit of space, and so we're not totally, we're like, is this really where we're supposed to be going? We pull up to the spot, we see no, no other, very, like, cars, yeah. no signs of life basically yeah but this is the address this mm-hmm. is where we're told we're supposed to go so we're just gonna roll up maybe we're a little early maybe shit starts late here you know we are at the right place we go pull up and knock on the door and some teenage boys answer and guide us over to the garage where the show's happening mm-hmm. yeah we walk into the garage and it's basically five to ten 17 year old ish fellas uh-huh. hanging out in there watching porn and taking oh, bomb hits. fun. <laughs> they were like, whoa. No. I just stepped in my little brother's room. Yeah, yeah. word. You didn't knock <laughs> first. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Bitch, there's and, supposed to be a show. Yeah. And they mostly don't acknowledge us, you know? They're, yeah, they're, they're just like, oh, cool, the bands are here. They're just kind of like, Ugh. no instruction of like, here's how shit's going to go down or here's where you should load in or any info. They just kind of keep ripping the bong and watching the porn uh so we kind of stand around awkwardly <laughs> for a while and not knowing we're like quite what, what the, the fuck, fuck are we do. doing yeah, like, for real. Um, and we all kind of as a crew we're with sugar 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 by the way this is the two of the team mm-hmm. um we kind of collectively eye contact each other into let's get let's go outside and discuss mm-hmm. we go outside and this adorable cousin little chick similar age walks up the driveway and she's like, hey, are you guys the bands, you know? And we're like, yeah, yeah. What's the scene here, you know? Like, yeah. when, when does shit get started? Like, maybe Coming. she's going to, maybe she will give us some information because those boys are not trying to talk to us. Yeah. yeah. They're just like, girls. Yeah, uh, right. And we're not really trying to talk to them either, to be honest. It you, just was so goddamn awkward. You basically walked in on them masturbating. They weren't actually masturbating, uh, but they you were basically walked in on there. It was a circle jerk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were no boners out. Let's. You know, but, not but that I saw. I saw no boners. I, uh-huh. I got the vibe that they just kind of have porn rolling, you sure. know? It's just sort of part of it. Oh, and they were right, just like, right. oh, girls. How they ta- party. Do we talk to girls? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, so. We asked Chick, we're like, how is shit going down here? What, what, when does shows start? What do we do? And she's like, well, I don't really know. You know, we have them occasionally here and they can be fun. But, you know, because it's a school night, I don't know if anybody's <laughs> going to be able to get their parents to drive them to the show. Boy. <laughs> we're like, oh. Okay. I don't remember this as much. <laughs> I like this story. That part was stark to me. Because no, that was no, the moment I, where it was I like, you. well, we're leaving. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing? We're going to play to these teen boys. Sometimes just are, cut your losses. Would rather watch porn. Let's yeah. not waste our time. <laughs> she's like, I just don't know. I think it was a Tuesday or something. She's like, I just don't know if anybody's going to be able to get their parents to drive them to the show. <laughs> and so, and she goes inside and we're like, cool, we're going to just talk out here. And we did. It was another like eye contact, go. band to band, just like, we're yeah. leaving. This yeah. is yeah. fucking get out of weird here. as hell. And there's no reason for us yeah. to to do this. Yeah. <laughs> we, why are we doing this? Let's not do this. So we leave. We do come across a friend of Sugar's. Lupe, in her story, t- told a story about a limo. And yeah, this limo. Shit, I, that. She I don't remember that. Descript. I don't. 
She's do you? Vivid, do you uh, remember that one? No, I don't remember oh, the limit. I'm either. sure I have no reason to not believe that. I just don't remember it. I remember people <laughs> that knew them, but that was that was it. What I remember is we were going to some friend of friends of theirs, some yeah. shit that has a place up in Scottsdale okay. that will be comfortable and safe for us to crash and our vans you know, won't get broken into and all the business that we're now hyper right. twitchy yeah. about. Yeah. Which again, sounds like that's something that you go with. Yeah. Right, like yeah, go it's a good alternative. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know friend a person. Friend, safe haven. They're in, an, right? they're in an area where your van's not likely to get fucked with. Like yeah, yeah, yeah that's a that's good recommendation, and you follow that. Rich yeah. neighborhood, yeah. totally. Whatever. Yep. Right. <laughs> good alternative. This, yeah. this is good. All good alternative good. to this show, obviously we falling think. through and being really weird and scary, and let's get the fuck out. Uh, so we cruise up to this spot. It is in a like gated community. You know, like these. Cookie cutter McMansion yeah, big giant McMansion Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, let's just totally <laughs> say it. <laughs> yep, exactly. <sighs> Sorry. Um, and pull up to the house, you know, get in there, start to hang out. They're offering us drinks and stuff. Right off the bat, it's like, oh, these are not our people. Yeah, <laughs> like this is clearly this is some weird rich Scottsdale. Some vibes that I just don't. I don't jive with. Right, <laughs> I'm not feeling right, it, you know. Yeah. But I am like, yes, I will drink your booze yeah. and try and go <laughs> try and go to sleep on that couch as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And they're clearly quite far ahead of us in their drinking. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and are getting more and more rowdy and more and more um, demonstrative and just like dramatic. How, with, how many people you know. are there? My recollection is there's a couple okay. that live there, and then maybe one or two of their friends. Okay. So and like then a small sugars. gathering with a it's with small, a couple yeah, bands yeah. It's not like a house. Okay, yeah. And I'm just gonna admit, yeah. I full on don't remember the story at all. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, I listened to Lupe's story. I was like, I don't remember that. I just don't, re- don't I remember. remember she doesn't remember the house. Being I remember that we were like, I remember the boys, the porn, all that. <laughs> I don't, I don't. And I remember going, oh, Sugar's friends. Let's go follow them. And then after that, I. I don't know what happened. She blocked it all out. I blocked mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. <laughs> it was too much. <laughs> Shut down. But so I do remember mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So they're just getting more and more dumb and rowdy and it's getting less and less fun to be drinking at their house. You sure. Know? Like at first it seemed like rad. Yeah. Let's kind of, let's get a buzz yeah. on and wash this night away. Yeah. Um, but it's getting weirder and weirder. Dude did start saying a bunch of, so we had told the story of going onto the res to try and play the show and it set him off on this rant about natives. Oh, and, sure. That's you know, what that's, because I was trying to figure out why it, did he all of a sudden start yeah, bitching about, like, you know, just this out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It just talk about reservations. I mean, white dudes will takes, be white dudes, but it's yeah. still like you got to. Takes its know, course. Yeah. His racism weren't out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good reason. Uh, yeah. It was provoked. provoked. Those damn natives uh-huh. on the reserved land. Uh-huh. The reservation chose to be on. <laughs> um, yeah, so we had told yeah, I told the story of, you know, not being able to play the show and that set him off on a rant that made us all very uncomfortable. And um it's a weird position, so I am a a less fiery personality. Mm -hmm. I will step to a motherfucker if I need to. But it's it's like this story earlier of the crackhead where it's like, if this person's about to fuck up my friend, then I'm going to be in the middle. I'm I'm not going to stand back and watch that. But do I want to get in an argument with a drunk, rich fuck in the middle of nowhere in his house about his property where we have nowhere to go? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, I'm the native chick of the crew. I probably could have, maybe should have, depending on how you feel about this shit, stepped to him, but it just felt 
pointless to me. Yeah. To me, those confrontations don't feel productive. That feels to me like well, if you were sober, this maybe. is an opportunity. Right. <laughs> yeah, if he wasn't you know? like like yeah. 13 maybe. tequilas deep, maybe. <laughs> There's plenty of right. circumstances where it makes sense. Yeah. This to me felt like this could only lead to an uglier, gnarlier situation. And we've already seen enough of that yeah. on this yeah. trip. So right. I'm really, I'm really not interested in trying to change trying to make an attempt to change this dude's mind. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, me getting pissed at him or confronting him in his drunken state is not going to change how he feels no. about anything. Yeah. So we all did kind of recoil from that situation. We all kind of just got more like, oh, fuck, this is now, now this is not just dumb drunk people. This is like fucked up racist yeah. shit and we're yeah. feeling uncomfortable. We're feeling we really uncomfortable and wanting to get out of here, you know? Um, and then... Mm. That thing happened that Lupe talked about where <laughs> he pulled out a fucking butcher knife. <laughs> I was like, a, a kitchen knife, yeah. Okay. It wasn't a butcher. Was knife. this <laughs> was this during the, the the racist rant? The rant has passed. Okay. Oh, okay. And, and, the, and it wasn't, to be clear, my recollection is it wasn't super long. He just spouted Said off a, bunch a few of uh, just shitty, ignorant comments about natives. And then he moved on, and you guys were just like, emotionally recoiling still, the whole time like oh. <laughs> we're just like this getting we're yes. just getting less fun weird and more yeah. bad weird uh -huh. you know <laughs> and we just need to crash and get the fuck out we're, yeah, yeah we have mm -hmm. yeah and then him and his babe <laughs> nice. his woman his mate his woman <laughs> from my perception started to like enter their own drunken bubble where they just were forgetting that anyone else was even there yeah and they're like sassing off to each other a bunch in a very flirty like a grody flirty way mm -hmm. not a like oh they're in love way but like <laughs> a little vomit in the weird. back of the mouth this. way yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you don't want this shit. and um <laughs> yeah and in their like shit talking to each other in a clearly like trying to give each other boners way dude pulls out a, a kitchen knife and is like playfully but <laughs> playfully with the knife playfully but not in a I, that word is not the right word it's clearly not theatrically he, he's clearly like, not about to like slit her throat yeah but but still still pulling out a knife is like threatening her with it well, we don't know these people. Like, yeah. this is in front of strangers. Oh, what a yeah. fucking idiot. We're not there anymore to them, is yeah, how I yeah, saw it. Yeah, like, yeah. they're not They're in not their there. own yeah. drunken world. Um, and, uh, and her reaction to that is to just start, my recollection, over the pants, just stroking his cock. Oh, <laughs> Yar. Oh, baby, calm and, down. And, like, kissing his face oh, and neck God. and stuff. And then... And then they just start to so make gross. out, and then we're like, gross. cool, so this is our opportunity to walk so out. Yeah, 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 they're focusing on that, <laughs> whatever that is. Put in earplugs yeah. and try really, really hard to fall asleep. Please leave me alone. Hug yourself. Don't, and... don't stab me in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking attack me. Uh, <laughs> wow. So gross. And that, we and, didn't play the show, but we're at these people's house, and... Fun. Yeah. 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 So, so we fun. went night-night. Yep. <laughs> uh, me and Justine slept on the couches downstairs, you know, and just were just one of many times that we were on separate couches of weird houses looking at each other being like, okay, the moment is 5 a.m. Yeah. We're going to have yeah. set We got to get yep. out. We daylight. We're going to be daylight. out of here before they wake Shroom. up so we don't have to see them in the morning, Sneak but we need out. to get a couple hours of sleep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But let's get the fuck out of here Even before these people wake up. Even sometimes when you like people, you just want to get the fuck yeah. out before. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. true. Right? That's true. It is. Don't you feel that? I mean, totally. I think that's I a, that. that's like, a tour just... thing. It happens. Yeah, it happens right? It's like, thank you for letting me crash. Thank you for being here. But we're going to slither yeah. out. I'm going to fold up my blankets. Let's just go. Leave a little note. I don't want to talk to you. I love you guys. You'll see you next time. 
Totally. (laughs) And other times you have to bounce because you know you got to make it to fucking South by Southwest and you're like nine hours away, you know. Oh, my God. And you tell your drummer, you know, don't go out (laughs) in New Orleans, but he goes out anyway and then. He, he oh. falls asleep with his face plastered to the hardwood floor, and then you got to pee him up in the oh morning. God. Yeah, that happened that one time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just that once? Just the one time. <laughs> I love him to death, but he definitely, I was like, dude, do you realize we have to leave, like be on the road at 6 a.m., and it's uh, 4 right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's rough. Because, you know, How do New we Orleans. do it? <laughs> You know, you can stay up till four easy. <laughs> they don't even oh, care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of states. <laughs> New York. Drink all. Vegas. Till when the sun comes up, I'm like, oh, we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> when, the, when you when hear, you the, hear bird the light, chirping. the yeah, birds chirping, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a fucking signal. Get out. Mm-hmm. Bat signal. Go. It is bat signal. It is, it is. It is. Bat signal. <laughs> no matter what you are doing, if you're having so much fun that the light comes, it's like, oh, you I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. I got to go. Yeah. Into the cocoon. This is not cool. We went all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it. That's the end of part one. Part one. Yeah. And We're we only got, halfway done. Yeah. And we got their version of the Arizona story. Yes. Which um, is equally as creepy. Yeah. It never fails to drop a jaw. That's yeah. For I don't. Sure. <laughs> man. I mean, that's the weird shit that happens to you. And then that's just too much. It's just too much. Yeah. I love the birds. Agree. Right? Like when you hear the birds <laughs> yeah. in the morning, that's time to go. Yeah. The, the first person who wakes up in that situation is just like, God damn it. And they yeah. gotta wake everybody else up. I'm like, get up. Let's go. Let's go. I know. I know. There's always that one person too who's like signed up to be the one to yeah. wake everyone up in the morning. Yeah, or sure. is like stuck with the first driving shift the next day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, morning people. That's what Zach was all about. He's a great morning person. We called him Jumpstart because. He got up early one time, and I was like, dude, we could sleep for another half hour. And he's like, I just want to get a jump start on the day, Jeff. <laughs> and I was like, I looked over at Brent, who's just as grumpy as I am, uh-huh. and I was like, tell me he did not just say, get a jump start. <laughs> <laughs> we had no morning people in our band at all. So it was like, it was usually like a draw straws situation, yeah. or whoever, whoever like didn't drive the most the We're day in- before was like on, on the hook. Um, yeah, and then depending on your sleeping situation that night. Yeah, um, if they get the van, you know, <laughs> yeah. if they get the quiet sleeping, or if, you know, you call it before everybody drinks that night, if you have, if everyone drinks yeah. the van, you know, yeah. sometimes that's a good idea to call it before then so that they know, hey. For know, sure. I don't care if you get fucked up, but you got to drive in the morning. <laughs> yeah. The memories that stand out to me are the ones where, like, I knew it was my turn to drive the next morning because I didn't do a ton of driving that day. Yeah. And then everyone else knows they don't have to drive the next day and they just party super hard, but you're in a little house so you can't sleep because everyone's partying super Uh hard. And then you don't get any sleep and then you still have to get up and drive the next morning. See, that's where I love that loft, that bed in the van. Oh, it's the best. I call the van. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Unless it's in fucking... Ohio in the summer and sleeping in the van. Yeah, or <laughs> on the on the street on a hill in San Francisco. That uh, happened to me once on hate. You uh, know, yeah, <laughs> you, you yeah. have to like your 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 head is like hitting the <laughs> the back window, and you then you try and turn over, and then your feet are touching it. Yeah, but then you try and get out, and you fall over, yeah. and you have to pee on the side of the van because there's no toilet. You've yeah. all been there. Anyways, touring is wonderful. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks for listening. Like and subscribe. Blah blah blah. We will see you with another episode right quick. This show is about touring musicians telling incredible stories from their lives as they remember them. Humans are generally pretty great, but we all know that memory fades over time. 
and that in the moment, people interpret situations differently based on their personality, background, state of mind, drugs they were on, intoxication level, etc., etc. The important thing to get across here is that at no point should these stories be considered hard facts or perfectly accurate portrayals of real events. If by some chance you were there for something that was talked about on this show or know someone who was and heard a different side of the story, if you feel we've been inaccurate or misrepresentative in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out. Help us set the record straight. Tomorrow we die podcast at gmail.com. We'll read everything. And to any road warriors out there who might be listening, we want to hear your stories too. If you have a crazy moment from the road you want to share with us, then please drop us a line on email. Write it up as succinctly as possible, please. We don't want to read your autobiography. And if we have the time, we'll read it on a future episode. Feel free to plug yourself in the band as well. Again, the email address is tomorrowwedipodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And once again, I'm Jeffrey McNulty. And I'm John Wisniewski. And this is Tomorrow, Tomorrow, we, Tomorrow die. we Die. Find us on the internet. Our website is www.tomorrowwedie.com. And remember, that's two W's, T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W-W-E. D-I-E.com. On Twitter, we're at Tomorrow We Die PC. Instagram, at Tomorrow We Die Podcast. Facebook page is at Tomorrow We Die Podcast. Our email address is Tomorrow We Die Podcast at gmail.com. And the show is published on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and SoundCloud. Podcasts produced by Jeffrey M. McNulty at the Pachinko Parlor in Seattle, Washington. Additional editing by Joe Plummer and Chris Dury. Background music is by Noel Frequency Impulsor. Tomorrow We Die is produced in partnership with Ruinous Media. Check out the rest of the Ruinous Media family at ruinousmedia.com and on all the major social media platforms. Thanks so much for listening.